gone to like put on what you thought was going to be a super cute outfit and then you get it on and it's not like as cute as you thought it was going to be. That is how I feel about this outfit. I don't know if it's like the sweater I added or what, but not feeling it. But I had like a very specific picture in my mind of how cute I thought this outfit was going to be. And so I just thought I would share that because I think that all of my ladies can relate to that at some point. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Year I Made It podcast. My name is Madison, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. This episode, I am going to talk a little bit about facing your fears, conquering your fears, and how I actually use skiing, of all things, to kind of learn how to conquer my fears as a 30-year-old woman. So super excited to talk to you guys about this episode and share a little bit about my journey of confidence, facing my fears, and skiing. So one thing about me, I have loved skiing since the very first time that I skied when I was like probably in middle school. I've only skied like two or three times before the age of 29 and every single time I loved it. I also sucked. I can't stress that enough. Like terrible skier still not super great. Ugh, had a little something in my, oh, you know, you get a little piece of fuzz. Maybe that's why I didn't like the outfit. I had a piece of fuzz in my mouth. Okay, so every time I've ever been on the ski slopes, like the rush of just the excitement of skiing and the mountains and the snow and the ski lifts, like, ah, I love it. However, it terrifies the fuck out of me because I actually got my first ski lesson last year at age 29. And there's one thing about me at 29 is I'm scared of everything especially falling down the mountain, starting an avalanche, breaking my legs, bones, head, neck, having to be carted off the mountain, you know, like all those things are just like how my anxiety works. Like it's just like bada bing, bada boom, worst case scenario. So I learned that whenever I took ski lessons when I was 29, that uh, the reason that I kind of like loved the thrill of skiing so much is because it is like a little bit terrifying, but also so much fun. So I got lessons last year at age 29 for the first time. And during this time, I was like kind of hesitant. Like I went to the ski lesson and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I can do this. The year prior, I had actually gone to Breckenridge and literally got into the mountains, saw how big it was and been like, mm, I don't think this is for me. So then the next year I got ski lessons in Boone, North Carolina, which is significantly smaller slopes. So me, ski lessons in Boone, terrified. I'm like, and also like, I want to clarify, like I'm the only adult at the 9am ski lesson. Like it's me and like everybody else is under five. So uh, I was already like, oh, you know, let's see how this goes. And then fortunately I had this absolute gem of a ski instructor and his name was Paul and my dad's name was Paul. And uh, so I was like, oh, okay. It's a sign that this is like going to be good. It's going to work out. So fortunately, Paul was a gem of a ski instructor, made me feel so confident, taught me so many basics and got me to the point where like I was comfortable at least going down like the little slopes by myself and knew enough of the basics that I was like, bam, I'm going to conquer this. And I got to the point by the end of the first lesson and the end of the first day that I was actually having fun and I wasn't terrified. I still was when I was going down the big ones, but I was confident enough that I could enjoy myself and have a little bit of fun in the process. 
So that is a pro- so that story is probably a little less than or a little more than a year ago. That story is probably February of 2022. So then flash forward to November of 2022, I go to Breckenridge to attempt to ski the mountains. I was too afraid to ski the year prior and I did it, but I'm going to tell y'all what I learned in the process. And this is kind of where I started to learn that skiing, like pretty much everything else in life, is literally just a mental game of conquering your fears. And if you can play the mental game and if you cannot let yourself get distracted or worried or bogged down or whatever that looks like, and instead you can really just embrace yourself, embrace your fears, get out of your own head, and just have a good time, you can do so much better in skiing and life. So I wanted to share these lessons I learned skiing because um, I wrote down these lessons I learned. Dear, do, when, the lessons I learned since I've been skiing are the same lessons I'm currently learning about life. So back to Breckenridge. So the first day we went, I took a pretty solid wipeout down, not a, not a difficult slope, like it was a hard slope for me, but it was like one of the greens in Breckenridge, right? So I took a pretty steep, like bloop, turn down, lost my skis, couldn't get them back on, ended up like grabbing my skis and like walking back down. And I'm pretty sure that was like my last run of the day. So then, so what's funny is this exact same day, I have a picture that I actually have in my kitchen. I'm going to see if I can like be tech savvy enough to like put the picture over this in the YouTube video, but I have a picture in my kitchen that's me and my boyfriend this very first day when we're on the ski lift up to Breckenridge or on the gondola, like up to the mountain. And uh, he... I found out later hates this picture because he thinks I look super unhappy. And I'm like, oh, do you know what's funny about this picture is that I'm actually just fucking terrified. And it's funny because if you look at this picture, I literally have my ski helmet on already. And like in the in this picture, like we haven't even got to where the snow is. Like there's no snow in this picture, but I already have my ski helmet on. Like, and so it's so funny because like his perspective was like, oh my God, she's so miserable in this picture. And my memory of that picture was like, I was scared to fucking death. Um, so it's so funny how like, like sometimes we are like afraid of something and we just like don't tell people and then they like interpret it as something different because I told him that and he was like really you were afraid that day I was like babe I was fucking terrified I did not think I was gonna make it down those Breckenridge mountains and then after this first day when I lost my fucking skis and had to carry them down I was like oh lord I don't know how this is gonna go so the next day went back out and I was like going down and I had like some really good music playing in my headphones. And I think that was like the moment that it clicked that I was like, holy shit, this is just a mental game. Like if I get out of my own head and I stop worrying about like, what if I fall? What if I have so, why, why do I still have so much left of the mountain to go down? If I stop worrying about what's so far ahead of me, if I stop worrying about the what ifs, if I stop worrying about people around me, if I stop worrying about all those things, just worry on my, worry about myself, worry about my path and worry about the course that I'm on currently, I'm going to get to the bottom and I'm going to be successful and I'm not going to fall and I'm not going to kill myself and it's all going to be great. And uh, it was also like the moment that I was like, oh, fuck, this is like what I'm doing, like needing to do in life too. So a couple like really, really key things that I learned. 
So uh, life lessons that apply to skiing and life. Uh, um, The first one, don't get too cocky. So every time I've either fucked up in life or been about to fuck up on my skis, it was because I got a little too cocky, a little too confident in my abilities. And then just one split second, you get a little bit too cocky and then everything about comes kind of crumbling down. And the same goes in the ski world and as in life. The next lesson is don't look too far ahead. So the one thing that I realized, and we actually went skiing again yesterday, um, which is my second ski day since the Breck trick trip. And uh, yesterday was the point that I really like learned this lesson like pristinely, which was um, when we went to Boone two weeks or a month ago and went skiing versus this time, I realized that the reason I couldn't make it down the big slope I was trying to get down to is because I got to the top of the mountain and I psyched myself out because I was looking so far down because I felt like I had so far to go. And so this time when we went back, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm literally just going to stay right at where I am right now. Like getting past the point that I'm at right now, getting to the next hill, getting like down the steep part, down the icy part, like whatever it is. And I'm literally just going to focus on where I'm at right now, the here, the now. I'm not going to get in my own head. And I did it. And would you believe that I had some of the best runs of my life? And it's funny because, you know, God's been trying to tell me that for a minute. You know, he's like, hey, um, if you would stop looking so far ahead and worrying about the what ifs of a year, five years, 10 years, 30 years, and you would instead just chill, live in the moment and have some freaking fun, life would be a lot easier. So I learned that lesson definitely in skiing and have been trying to learn it in life. I'll let y'all know how that goes. Um, I'm definitely like a big picture planning girly. So living in the moment is something that I'm trying to do slowly but surely. Sometimes I feel like I'm doing super great. Sometimes I feel like I need to put my planner down. So I think a lot of y'all can probably relate to that struggle. All right. So next tip that I learned from skiing that applies to life is don't make a rash decision and get in over your head. So when I was on the way up yesterday, there were only two ski slopes open. There was the beginner ski slope, and then there was the one that goes to the more difficult slopes. And so where there was this guy, probably like two ski lifts behind me, one of the runs. And literally all I hear from like the back of the line is like this obnoxious, probably like 20 something year old being like, man, I'm so fucked up, but I'm going to do this ski lift because, you know, I can do it because I'm fucked up now. And I was like, is that how you think skiing works? Because, like, you about to die, my man. Like, your friends need to fucking tell – I mean, it's not my – I'm not getting involved. I'm just in the single riders line. I'm just trying to get another run in, whatever. So I then um, am in the process of, you know, going down the mountain and, of course, you know, hear this guy, like, wiping out behind me, doing all this sort of stuff, and then – I guess at some point he realizes like, oh, this hill was like a lot bigger than what I thought. And I just overcommitted because I was fucked up and like it wasn't a good decision. And I think I can personally relate to that, whether it's being fucked up and overcommitting to something or just in general making a rash decision and overcommitting to something. And then you get there and you're like, oh, should I have to do this? And like in skiing, if you do that, like you, you got to get down. Like once you get off the lift, like you got to get down one way or another. If it's carrying your skis, if it's rolling down the mountain if it's skiing down like you got to get down to the bottom one way or another and I think life's the same way like once you overcommit sometimes you overcommit but you got to deal with the consequences of your actions and figure out how to get to the bottom in the way that's the safest and um to be frank least fucked up so that was a really um cool lesson that I learned 
I have one more lesson that I wanted to share with you guys, which is stay out of your own head and shut down the you can't do it voices. So I realized every single time that I was about to fall when I was skiing and every time that I felt like I couldn't do it in life was when the negative self-talk, the self-sabotaging voices in my head, the, I don't know, whatever you want to call the voices in your mind that tell you you can't do it. When those voices start telling me like, oh, fuck, we're going too fast. Ooh, we're about to fall. Oh, this is the end. Like whenever those voices stop, I have to start in my mind. I have to immediately stop them and then remind myself like, hey, I've literally done this run before. I've been down this mountain before. I can't do this. I am going to do this. I'm not going to let those thoughts overtake me. And instead, I'm going to get focused back to where I need to be. And that's something that I also have to continuously remind myself to do in life is to not let the voices of you can't do it, you're not good enough to interfere and instead to just know that everything that I need to do, I can do and I am strong enough and good enough and deserve to have good things. So I hope that that made a little bit of sense of translating some lessons I learned in the skiing world to some lessons that you can learn in life. And I really just want to kind of emphasize how cool of a journey skiing has been for me, both kind of in the in the confidence realm and just a fun habit or a fun thing to do. Um, And so I think that even if you're like, I don't get this, I don't get skiing, it's not my cup of tea, find something that is find something that you enjoy that's fun, that's challenging, that gets you out of your comfort zone, that allows you to grow as a person that allows you to face some fears that allows you to Really just know that you can and you will do it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about facing your fears, about my funny skiing stories, attempts, the lessons I learned along the way, and I hope you guys found something to take away to encourage yourself to go out and kick ass. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Year I Made It podcast and happy healing, babes.